The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! All right, what are we doing? How are you? I'm great. Glad to no hear No problems. It. Well, Laszlo, yeah. I woke up this morning. I you know, do my normal routine. I make my coffee, and I open the laptop and start looking at news stories. And I see there's a lot of talk, a lot of sports talk, right, because of the Super Bowl coming up. Sure. And I see people online calling uh, Chiefs fans insufferable. Right. Now, look, I know that when a team is is good for a, a period of time right you're going to have that uh pushback you're going to root for the underdog americans love to root sure. for the underdog so i assumed that you know it's like going into the afc championship game my girlfriend asked me who's most of america rooting for in this game and i was like oh I, probably cincinnati i don't know i mean it would be different if i would say for sure overwhelmingly cincinnati if it hadn't been for the fact that they won last year, right? So right, sure. maybe that evens it up a little bit. They feel a little less like they're underdogs. But I would guess it was probably – I never looked up a map Me to neither. see. But uh, when you live in a small, you know, relatively small city like Kansas City and there's a, a big sports moment, like when the Royals went to the World Series in 2014, was that the first year yeah, that they went in that two-year so. run? Yeah. Uh, you know, all the local news at the time was like, look at these maps. Here's who's rooting sure. for who. And it was most of the countries like, hey, go little guys. Good right, for you. Sure. But then once you got a team that's that's good and and your quarterback's being talked about all the time, especially if you watch Nick Wright show, uh, right. I'm sure it gets old quickly. And Snow and I were talking earlier. Like, has there ever been a team that that was good for an extended period of time where the fans weren't accused of being, you know, annoying, insufferable, where the, where people just didn't hate the team, hate the quarterback? I thought you know maybe the Colts a little bit, but we were talking. about I don't know exactly how long they were good, how right. many Super Bowls he went to with them. I don't know that off the top of my head. Buffalo, maybe. Yeah, Buffalo. I feel like, but they never won one, so you're kind of always rooting for them to yeah. win one. We would get mad as Chiefs fans because <laughs> they would beat the Chiefs in the playoffs and then go lose the Super Bowl, so it was frustrating. But I don't remember people being mad. I think like it's fans. way different with social media because you can get on social exactly. media and talk us. Where back then it was you know just in person, right? right. Exactly. So I was thinking like, well, what you know, I follow. Uh, I look at all the chief stuff on Reddit, and I see like the memes that they post or, or the gifts that they post, and I think a lot of them are seems like they're having fun with one another. They talk to the the other team's fans, you know. Right. And they'll go over to our whatever a Titans after a game and talk to them, and it seems like everyone gets along fairly well. I don't mm -hmm. know, but so I'm thinking, you know, it's just it's a, it's a it's a result of the team being good and sure. not just being good, but having a quarterback that, that that people have been talking about in sports sure. media for the last five years now. So then I see, oh, well, Chiefs fans are apologizing. I'm like, what are they apologizing for? Did you see this? No. Mark Alford, remember him? No. Yeah, look him up. You'll know him when You'll you see him. He him. used to be yeah. – he was on the local news, and then he worked in the building with us for a while. We'd see him in the, in the hallways. And I don't I – don't, I'd say he worked with us. I don't know if he actually worked with us. He was in the building – Somewhat regularly. So I thought that he probably worked at the news station down the this hall. This guy here. Is he a Missouri congressman? He is now, yeah. 
He ran I don't for. Remember that guy at all? Oh, you don't? Okay. Yes, maybe. And you don't remember him from the morning show on on TV? He was on no. Fox Four, right? I'm looking yeah. at him. Yeah, I don't know oh, what they call him. Maybe there's a picture of him and when he was on the news, and I'm like, okay, maybe. I yeah, he did it for a. I feel like he did while. it for a while. Yeah. Then he ran for Congress, and uh, as I rec- I know he's a Republican. As I recall, I think he's a kind of a big Trump supporter. I'm not really sure. That could have just been something my brother was telling me. I didn't follow the whole campaign too closely. I'm not in his district, but. Was uh, his sister somebody? Her cousin that, somebody? That I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of the weatherman, right? Whose sister was Michelle Bachman? Is yes. that who you're thinking of? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, maybe, what is his name? Snow Cone? It's not. Something Bachman? No, no. Um, he's a weather guy. Real likable guy. Anyway, a different last name, but yeah, it was his sister was Michelle Bachman. Brian Busby. No, it's not, Lee, Gary, it's not Gary. Someone someone on the Twitch will tell us what it is. Just look, because someone probably knows who it is. I don't even know if he's still here anymore. But Mark, Mark Alford uh, won his um, campaign, and so now he's a congressman. And he went to the floor and decided to use his time to talk about the Chiefs. And I have – this is what made people um, so angry here. It's just it's right about a minute long. Mr. Speaker, today I rise to honor my Kansas City Chiefs for their AFC championship and their birth in Super Bowl 57. Like many Missourians, I could not be prouder of the effort put forth on the field yesterday, last night. Despite having an injured Patrick Mahomes, injuries to several key players, incredible amounts of outside noise, and the referees against them the entire game. Okay, so that's the first part. Referees against them the entire game. Outside noise. So that, I guess he's just saying it's loud. I I don't know, but I'm like, it's your stadium. He's talking about the Burrowhead. Burrowhead, yeah, you're right. The Chiefs made short work of the Bungles. I mean, Bengals, and send them <laughs> off to the offseason. Well, I hope Eli Apple has fun in Cancun. I also hope that Mayor Jabroni and the rest of the Cincinnati fan base learned a valuable lesson last night. It is called Arrowhead. It is the loudest, toughest place to play in the NFL with the strongest fan base. A special thank you to Patrick Mahomes, Harrison Butker, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and, of course, Joseph Asai for all their wonderful oh, efforts that. last night. We couldn't have done it without you. And to the Philadelphia Eagles... We'll see you in Arizona. Go Chiefs! So the the Asai comment there, oh, also geez. a lot of people were like, you know, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. I, I saw someone tweet and say, we apologize for this guy. You know, Asai is this, how old is he? Like 23-year-old right. immigrant or whatever, loves football. He made a mistake. You know, you're going to call him out. Like, you don't think he's already having a bad week. Right. And just people basically apologizing for this and calling it classless. But I don't understand how Congress works. Surprise, surprise. It's so weird. Like, I watched the speech because I had to get the audio for it. And as he's giving it, there's people sitting behind him, but there's no one else in the chamber. It's empty. What are they doing there all day? Is this what they spend their time doing? Why, why, is, what, why did he just, he wants to stand? I don't even understand how the political system works, to I be honest either. with you. I don't so either. So does he just stand up and he's like, I want to say this? And right. they're like, well, go ahead. Yeah, I guess he, you're giving a certain <laughs> amount of like, time. like, well, what right? do you want to talk about? He's like, I want to talk about football. The and they're Chiefs. like, sweet. <laughs> right. I talk about how sweet the Chiefs are, bro. And he's like, awesome. So he just stands up and starts talking about it. Like, right. That's what I'm, I'm not saying. even one of them. Like, I'm not even saying, like, get to work. Like, do. I know people might yeah. say that. I'm not. I don't care what you right. do. It might be better if you don't do work. I don't know. But that just seems odd. Right. I don't understand it. Like, do you put in a request, like, for karaoke? Because that's always kind of how I've imagined right. it. You're like, hey, I'd like you to, to speak. And, like, okay, you know, we'll get you in line. And then, like, all right, it's this person's turn to talk. And then you get up there and you just give that speech. I mean, the article that I read it from here, it says, um, 
tell me you don't know anything about football without telling me you don't know anything about football. That was a theme of a speech made this week by Congressman Mark Alford, wasting government time during the U.S. House of Representatives session on Monday. Alford, the representative from the 4th District of Missouri, proving that, yes, it is possible for Chiefs fans to be even more insufferable somehow claimed that the officials were against the Chiefs the entire game on Sunday. I just don't understand exactly what you just said. I don't right. understand how politics works. And that that's – does that win favor? Maybe. Like in your district? Are people like, yay? Yeah. I don't probably. Know. I mean – That's what he's probably going for. Least, well, he's right? – right. I would hope if he's not trying to get something that. done, you're at least trying to get likability so you can get reelected, right? right? Isn't that what you're doing? Notoriety of some sort. You I mean, see, we're talking about them, but... You see these polls all the time where they ask Americans, what would you like to see change when it comes to how federal government works? And it's like, hey, we'd like to see them start doing stuff, and we'd like to see them start working together a little bit. You know, we wish it wasn't so divided. I'm not saying that this adds to the division, getting up there and talking about Chiefs, but it does seem like you're just showcasing, we're not doing stuff. This is what we're doing. I right. took time to stand up and give this speech that made... Really, no sense, and just, you know, pissing people off. Sorry, I can't think of a different way to put now, it. It also just and it's reiterates to me how bad local and smaller national politicians really are. Yes. Like you always think they're smart and they've got to be, you know, but people are like, well, how did this Republican or how did this Democrat jump from state senator to president in four years. It's like, because everyone else is dumb. Mm -hmm. They literally are dumb. And he gets up there and, like, he says that. It's all ripped off from stuff he's heard and seen. There's nothing new in there. He kind of fumbles his way through it. He's not a great speaker, right? And, you know, the bungles, haha. I mean, bengals. It's like, you're not even pulling it off personably, right? You're not personable at all. No. Cringe is a word that comes And you still win. Yeah. You still, like, you win your elections, of course. Yeah. It's a a popularity contest. Well, and especially, like, as kids, we like to think these people, because everyone was smart when you were a kid. It's like, well, these people who are politicians and dressing up to go to the Capitol every day, they must be really smart. Just like when you're on an airplane and you look out at that wing, you go, boy, the people who built this thing must be pretty smart. You have some, some faith, some hope. That, you know, well, this system, it, it has a way of checking and balancing itself. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, this airplane flying is proof of it. Right. Must be smart people that worked on this thing. But then you look at Congress and you go, what what, what are we doing? Right. We're just, it's just a popularity contest. But it's not even like it's a popularity contest between two dumb people. Exactly. That's just it. Like it's, it's not even like a popularity contest between, you know, like, oh, man, these two people are smart. I need to figure out which one I like. Yeah. You know, these two people suck. Right. Oh, here's the tweet. Okay, where I got it from. This uh, person says, responding to that speech, said, this is really in very poor taste. The first two are great. However, you should have never included the 22-year-old who is devastated by an error in judgment. You owe him and the entire Bengals organization a public apology. That is not who right, we he are. Know everybody. Uh, I don't think <laughs> so either. <laughs> now we're going maybe I'm being a little, little bit of a homer here yeah, that right. is a cheese fan, but I don't think he owes everyone there an apology. I think he, if he owes anyone an apology, it's us. Right. It's us Quit here. making us look like that. Making us look like just absolute morons. Right. But we are. I mean, I just admitted I'm a moron. I don't know how government works. Well, I thought it worked different until I heard that guy talk. I don't know. Right. Like, how does he just get on stage and do that? I don't know. I just talk about what I want. Right. And then everybody else is like, good job, Senator. 
Good job. I'm glad you're moving it forward. My progress. Uh, getting like one. Right. And what's a guy like who lives in a state doesn't have a football team? He's like, what's happening? Right. Exactly. Like a senator from Wyoming would like to stand and ask, what the f are you talking about? <laughs> the Church of Lasbo. Yo. Yo. All right. What's going on? Well, you and Snowcomb both of you have something in common that we I don't do? share. Yeah. We both have uh, bachelor boards. Yeah. So there's one, mm-hmm. but that's not what I'm looking for. This, this could take a while because you guys have a lot of stuff in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, Both like a nice white claw. Mm-hmm. We do. Same we do. same flavor. Mm-hmm. Enjoy going to the same bar to drink it. Mm-hmm. You both like Kanye. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. You both like The Weeknd. If we, I mean, we were just going to get stuck on music, we could get stuck sure. there for a while. Sure. Uh, you both shared a woman <laughs> at one True. point so True. Uh, but again that's not that's not uh, where this is more than one yeah that's true more than more than one um for a while actually i don't think i don't know if snowcone knows about the second one how long I that one went on but you also both have kids you both have kids yes. you're both dads and uh um, the same woman you, right which is kind of what i was trying to Roundabout way of getting to that. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that you have a baby mama in common is not yeah. actually it. That's why I was saying let's focus on what you have in common is the fact that you're fathers. Just that sure. plain and simple. I don't have kids. Um, but I saw that. That also been with that woman. Yes, exactly. So, Crazy. You know, who knows Who knows if I was just a little more careful. Or more community kids, really. Yeah. We sound like we've done we, DNA we tests. Turns. <laughs> right. There haven't been uh, paternity tests or anything like that. We just kind of assume. Although Snowcone, I would say that uh, Bomb Pop definitely. I think we. I think we guessed right on that one because pretty clearly he's your he's your kid. And let I mean, unless it, I just can't imagine that I would have a kid who'd be six foot tall already and mm. you know look exactly like you. It seems odd, so I'm just going to yeah. go with that. That's your kid. Yeah, but what's so I know that you both uh, love your kids and that you love being parents and Lazo. You've talked in the past about how um, it wasn't necessarily something you thought, I have to do. I want to have no. a family. I want to have a family. That's A lot of people think that. Like, I want to sure. have a family, and from a young age, they know that. You never thought that. No. All the way up to the time that you found out you were going to have your, your first kid. Until he was born. Right, until he was born. You know, well, you st- still like, mm, boy. Right. You were, you were, this is probably going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> right. And I was watching you. You know, you were excited, but you were nervous. Yeah, of course. And it was like, okay, well, what, what the hell am I supposed to do here? But you've said many, many times on this program that it's the greatest thing that's ever happened yeah, to you. And I would say that you've uh, uh, embraced fatherhood sure. about as much as someone can. You do all the sports. I do everything all their I can. Events. Sure. You hang out with them. You play video games with them. Yep. All of that stuff. You guys are, you know, you're, you've got a good father-son relationship. I hope so. But also, it's a friendly relationship. And I, I think there's a difference between parents who try and be friends with their kids and are yeah. sort of friends with their kids but aren't really good parents. I think you seem to hopefully walk that tightrope really well. I appreciate you saying that. But it's not all fun, right? Some of it sucks, being a parent. And they asked parents, and you know, I don't know, maybe some parents just like being parents less. I would assume that has to be the case. Yeah. I but, was going to say, I don't know what sucks. But go well, ahead. what are the worst parts about being a parent? Yeah, worrying about them. Yeah, so that's one of the, the, the top so, you things. know, worrying about predators and what they're doing. Are they making, you know, decent choices? You know, those types of things. Yeah, the, the bat sucks, but... <clears throat> First yeah. one on here, I'd say, I'm just going from the bottom of the, of the list up, but this is one that I've talked to you about that I can't understand. I can't even comprehend how you could deal with it, but they said that the worry specifically about how your kids are being treated when you're not around. Yeah, sure. Mm. I mean, that freaks me out. 
We've talked about bullying and all yep. those things, but you're just laying there in bed and hoping that your kid, that you have a relationship. Where he can tell you. Where they'll tell you. Right. Because I didn't tell my parents. No, me neither. You didn't tell your parents. I mean, it's not like my parents didn't ask. They asked me, but for some reason, I didn't feel comfortable telling them. Right. I'm sure your mom and dad asked too, right? Yeah, it was like, embarrassing. You know, there's a yeah. lot of different reasons. You're a teenager. You yeah. know, a million different reasons. Yeah. And I didn't want my, I know it sounds lame. I don't know how better to put it, though, than to think, I didn't want my parents to think that their kid was a loser. I know that sounds yeah. a little over, no, yeah, overly no, simplified, is, yeah. but that's kind of how I felt. Like, if I tell them what's happening. And I don't even know if you thought that far. Just like, I'm already embarrassed. I don't need right. to get embarrassed in front of them. Yeah. That feeling of embarrassment. Now they know that their kid's the one who gets picked on or whatever yeah. it was at the time. Um, so then the next thing on the list is sleep deprivation. I don't know how much sleep deprivation you get as a parent. It depends, I think, probably on the child. And I assume that when you talk sleep deprivation, you're talking mostly about a baby, right? Isn't that what people are talking about? having an infant and that the infant wakes you up. But you've talked about how that's not as bad as people told you it was going well, to be. Well, I guess be. it could be for some people. Right, so. but for some people, maybe their kids wake up all the time. Yeah. Once your kids are a little older, I guess you still get some sleep deprivation since you've got to get up earlier to make sure that they're fed sure. and get on the you bus. you got to get up at like 6 a.m. You know, some people already get up that early. Yeah. And maybe they're saying work. sleep deprivation because of worry, too. I don't know. But right. they just mentioned sleep deprivation as one of the top ones. Um the next one is that someone pointed out that they're always around you all the time. They said, you know, that you, you look in front of you, you look behind you, there they are. And, and if they aren't behind you or beside you, they're in front of you, they're coming like a speed bump in the road. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. I feel like your kids go to school during the day most of the time. Yeah. And they go play at friends' houses. They go outside and play, right? They're not always yeah. under your feet. I'm like, not literally always around you. Now, you share custody, too, so it's different. Right, so they're gone. Right. But a lot I of tend to think, that. like, in my head, I just made the decision. Like, you can think about things like that, but I always just thought to myself, like, yeah, I see what they're saying. They're, they're always around you. They're always doing something, right? And they, a lot of times they need your help, no matter how old they are. Like, can you help me with this? You're like, Jesus Christ. Uh, right. Right? Um, but, like, you know, I, and I think I've used this example for you before. Like, cleaning the refrigerator is impossible, Right. Uh, there's always handprints on it. There's always old food in there that they just put back. Empty boxes because they, it is what it is, right? It's the same stupid stuff you did. Yeah. Uh, but I just, you know, I told myself like after a couple times seeing that, one day I'm going to miss this. Right. One day I'm going to miss the messes. One day I'm going to miss the refrigerator having old stuff in it. Well, I'm going to miss it because it's not going to be there. Right. And so I should, you know, enjoy it while I can. Yep. And try and remember, you know, what is... What, where where my life could have gone right. had I not gone down this path, I could be sitting here alone right now. Well, I mean, you know, I don't even, even think about even that, that, but I think about I'm going to be sitting here be alone. Now. Yeah. And they're going to be gone, and, you know, you'll be wishing that there were fingerprints on your refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I thought this was a good one. Someone said that the worst part about being a parent is that the days drag on, but the years fly by, which I thought was interesting. You know, you've got all this stress throughout the day, getting them to sports, getting them to school, whatever, so the days drag on. But then in the end, the years fly by. I mean, we talk about this all the time with Lazo's kids because his oldest is a teenager. Yeah. And it, even to me, feels like, poof. I mean, it feels like, it feels recent. And yeah. it, it literally does feel like at least less than a decade, of I would course, think. Like, you course. know, I remember, you know, um, him going to the hospital. I remember him coming home. All those things. That doesn't seem like it's been long enough ago that this kid should have a driver's permit. No, you know, not at all. So, but I don't know about the days drag on part. Do you agree with that first part? Years fly by, but days drag on. Do you think days drag on because of having kids? No, I just thought maybe it was I don't know all it. the responsibility of trying to make sure that you get in places on time. I don't really know. Um, I think 
It's just some people. Yeah, who try Again, and, it's some yeah. people, who, you know, the, the same people we talk about who try to make work too busy. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, I'm just overwhelmed. You always have to be overwhelmed. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Your kid's watching TV, man. Yeah. He, if you, I mean, if you really want to, like you said, you put that movie on five times in a row, he'd watch mm-hmm. it. Right. Right? Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, if, you, if you're too tired to engage with them, then I don't know, watch a movie with them. I, what? Right. It's, it's not like, it's not like they're like a demanding boss. The worst thing that happens is like, can you get me some cereal? And you go get it. Yeah. Because yeah, at first you're like, you can go get your own cereal. And then you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but then the milk. I'm going to have to yeah, come in here anyways. <laughs> That's right. Just and, get it And, over and then you're like, but maybe they should learn the lesson of getting their own cereal. And then I'm like, but they're going to learn the lesson when they're not, a, not living with right. me and they have to go get their own cereal. So like, you know, yeah. this isn't a lesson I really have to teach. It seems like one that they're going to pick up on pretty quick. Yeah, it reminds me of... Uh, What's that HBO show we all watch? Big Little Lies with Reese Witherspoon. Right, yeah. Like yeah. just those moms who are so busy all the time yeah. and dropping yeah. the kids up at the school line and then talking about what the next function's going to be. And, you know, I see that on TV. I assume that it's, it's reflective really not of, that big of a deal. Of I go some through people. This, and they make it such a big deal. And I know some people do. I go through the school line. Yeah. I drive both my kids to school. Right. It's not that big of a deal. And you drop them off. You drive in and then uh, they point you in the right direction. And you are like. Seems like we could probably do this easier, right? <laughs> so you're like, a little bit really now. Right, like, but you're like, yeah. it seems like right. We could do this easier, but you know what? You, I just get in line, drive around. It's fine. Yeah. And then I drive out. Right. And as I'm walking out, the principal's there, and he's like, "See ya." And I'm like, "See ya," and then we leave. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. No. If you wanted to park your car after that somewhere and get out of your car and talk with other parents and organize events like they did in that show, that's your choice. But you don't, have to, you don't have to do that. No, I do not. And so maybe for those people, they're saying the days drag on. I, you know, I understand years fly by, yes. especially when you're talking about your kids. That Way makes sense fast. to me. I've seen how fast my nieces grew up and how fast your kids have grown up. But I, you know, the days drag on, I can only assume, is because you're giving yourself a lot to do. Then uh, the top two things that people said um, are, are the bad things about having kids. Number two was it's incessant. Like you never get a day off from the worry. From there's always something to be either dealing with or worried about. Well, that's true, I guess. And I, but isn't that life? Yeah. I mean, life is incessant. I mean, it adds to it. Sure. But yeah, yeah whatever. Now it's you've got someone else to world. worry about. Right. That makes it sound so negative. It's incessant. You never get a day off. Yeah, none of us do. No, though. it's also good. You have something that you care enough about right. to want to protect. And you protect. get to go do stuff with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're like incessant. Like, no day. I always tell my kids, man, there's never been a day that they've been alive that I felt like they were a burden. And that's true. Right. Mm-hmm. Never. Never. Not once. Right. Not once. Yeah. Like, and I've been, you know, I've had, you know, 12 sports events in a weekend. Yeah. You know, and I remember... You know, one of the coaches was like, I was leaving, you know, and I was like, hey, man, I got to get over to this other place. He's like, oh, the other one got a baseball game? I'm like, yeah, that one. And then one coming back the other way and just looks at me and goes, and you love every minute of it. I'm like, and I sat for a second. I'm like, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You know? And maybe The driving between of them is a little bit of a pain right. in the ass. But once you get there, but that's life. Like life, you know, yeah. If I had a helicopter, it'd make it easier. Or if they would please schedule both my kids' games at the same place sure. at the same time. Boy, that would be nicer. But, uh, you know, whatever. That's a small price to pay. And you enjoy it. I That's the thing it. is that you're an example of someone who this wasn't your lifelong dream to have a family, but mm-hmm. then you had kids and something happened 
That's what you hear all the time. Like, well, once I had a kid, you know, it changed my whole life. But I get, you know, for some people, it probably doesn't. For some yeah. people, they're like, this is annoying. I've heard I people say that. Like, yeah. I just, no, I don't connect with them. I'm not, really? Yeah. You know, and then you start wondering, like, did my parents connect with me? All those things when you were a kid, you, you always think your parents, what's going on in your house is normal. It must be going on in everyone's house because you're a kid. You don't know any better. And as you get a little older, you start looking back and you're like, what were some of those things that maybe wasn't so normal? Or maybe Lazo points them out to you. Uh, you know, in a conversation someday, because uh, he says that you know, giving your dad a kiss goodbye is uh, was not normal. I didn't say that you said it wasn't normal. I said on the lips, right? Yeah. That's different. Well, we should add that giving your dad a kiss goodbye is not abnormal. Yeah, kissing your father on the lips, well, where, a little much. Where else was I gonna kiss somebody? on the forehead, on the cheek? He's too tall. He's taller than me. So yeah, I mean, I guess. But he had a beard. I you know. I'm pretty sure he gives my brothers on the lips. But you could reach his lips, right? <laughs> yeah, so down. you could reach. So you, well, down. then you could get yeah. the cheek. Yeah, right. I guess. Could, could Man, I can't imagine. I do it sometimes <laughs> to mess with the little one. I'll sneak it out and be like, he'll be like, yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. I can't imagine what would happen if I went for the big one right now. If I went for the lips or the neck, he'd be like, I don't know. I have this. He may never fear. come home again. He'd be like, oh, Jesus, man. What happened? <laughs> I have this. My youngest fear. all the time. I will do it just to mess with him. I'm like, I think one time he's like, "What are you, Tom Brady? Get away from me!" <laughs> right. And I have this like uh, this fear, or maybe just this even theory now because of you and because of all those conversations we've had about that. Looking back, there's a good chance that I kissed my dad on the lips way older than my other brothers did. Yeah, I know. And I thought he was. I thought they were still kissing him on the lips, but they weren't. And my dad wasn't going to turn down a kiss for me. <laughs> so he just allowed it to happen because, do you know when it ended? Is when Lazlo brought it up on the air. When, when he brought it up on the way? air. Yes, we I was still kissing that? my dad on the lips as an adult. I'd be like, oh see you later, dad. God. I kissed my mom and I kissed my dad. Oh my and I realized God, after man. Lazlo was like, wait, you kiss him on the lips? That seems abnormal. I was like, no, is it? I don't think you so. You kiss your mom on the lips? Yeah, I still kiss my mom on the lips. Jesus, Wait, man. you don't kiss your mom, mom on the lips? No. Oh, I thought She's this not was my just a girlfriend. dad thing. She's my mother. Well, I don't make out with her. I'm yeah, not... but still, why the lips? Like, why has it got to be that? I don't know. Just like on the cheek, man. You don't kiss your mom on the lips? No, I don't really kiss her. Oh. I mean, I do the uh, head next to each other, you know, the sound. Yeah, oh, right? that's sure. it. Oh, yeah. Love you. I don't just go in for a peck on the lips before she goes to work. What? <laughs> Have a good day. Text me. Like, what a weird thing. That must be where kissing my dad on the lips came from because it was my mother who'd initiated it. You know, my mom told me recently that when she got married, uh, she woke up on Sunday to go to church. And my dad was like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, I- I'm going to church. He's like, don't do that because he wasn't into it. But the type of guy he was, he's like, fine, if you're going to go every week, I'll go with you. And he went every week from then on out. I feel like the kissing on the lips thing must have been a similar thing where mom kisses on the lips. I so think, I thought, well, I'll kiss dad on the lips. And dad thought, I guess this is what we're supposed to do. And then as a 20-year-old man, I was still doing it. I think your dad thought one. he's going to stop, like my <laughs> right. kids, like at 11. Be like, get away from it. You just right. never, you were like, no, fuck no. her up. <laughs> Hot stuff. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. What are we talking about now? Are you kissing your mom still? Oh, yeah, you're still God talking said. about that, but we're supposed to be... Uh, moving on. Oh, Mr. Beast. You know Mr. Beast. I do. Um, he's got to be, I don't know, is he like one of the top five biggest YouTube stars? Okay. Top three. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, if, they, if you told me he's the he biggest YouTube one, one sure. by far, yeah. and that Paul Logan or whatever, Jack, Logan Paul, Logan Paul <laughs> was, you know, uh, way behind him in second place, I, I, I wouldn't know. I know we've talked about Mr. Beast before. 
I know some of the things that he does. Your kids like him a lot, right? Oh, uh, they did for sure. I don't know if they watch him all the time on YouTube anymore, but yeah. Who was the other guy before that? The the YouTube oh, guy Pootie that Pie. Pootie, Pie. Pootie, Pootie Pie, yeah. Pie, yeah. Yeah. You got me to watch a couple of his things and then I, I listened like his to news a, stuff, yeah. I listened to a podcast about him and he seemed I don't know, he seemed like kind of a funny guy. I've seen clips of Mr. B stuff. We've talked about him only when he's come up in the news here, so that's how I know about him. But do you know why he's in the news right now, this big I no controversy, idea. this big debate? Um, so I'll just use the article you sent, Snowcomb, from Forbes here, because I think this one's good. Mr. Beast, this is the headline here, Mr. Beast cured the blind and oh, sparked, I saw that, yeah. sparked a fierce debate. So one of the things Mr. Beast does, or maybe what he's best known for, I'm not sure, is doing random acts of kindness and yes. filming it, right? Yeah. So, oh, I just gave you, you're, you're poor and you live in this and hut. Yeah, not that, that, and then he'll do like, hey, here's seven guys, you know, whoever can hold the car, put their hand on the car the longest, I'll give you a Five million dollars in the car. Like, it's pretty ridiculous stuff. Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, in some of those videos I watch, he gives them the stuff, they can't believe it, and then I notice that, like, as he's leaving, he's like, oh, and here's an extra whatever, right, yeah, yeah. here's another car, here's another right. 5000 So the article says his name's uh, Jimmy Donaldson, that's Mr. Beast, and they say he's one of the most successful YouTube creators out there, a master showman who has cultivated an image of himself as a generous philanthropist, using the money he makes from sponsorships and YouTube videos to fund every... Ever more ambitious charitable endeavors. So this one, you say you have heard about this, what, it, what this current one is about. About He says, um, I think it's something like half of the population who's blind in the world, not, okay. not in the United States necessarily, but about half of the population in the world that's considered legally blind could uh, see again if they just had a, a simple surgery, a surgery that if you had access to health care or money, you would get, you know, like a cataract surgery. So this was his latest random act of kindness. It says, um, Mr. Beast's videos are either footage of him and his friends goofing off or random acts of extreme generosity uh, with titles like giving a million dollars of food to people in need and I gave 200000 to people who lost their jobs, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can't help but sometimes when you see those, YouTube doesn't recommend them to me yet. I guess I haven't watched enough of them. Right. But if I see one of those, it's like I gave $200,000 to a person without a job. Yeah. I have to watch it. But his latest video sees uh, the YouTube help cure the blind partnering with C International, which is this uh, organization, and they're doing something called manual small incision cataract surgery, which I guess I think is just normal cataract okay. surgery, common cataract surgery that a lot of people, you know, your parents, your grandparents, whatever sure. you have had before, you've heard of this. So uh, he's doing a thousand patients and then films their reactions after this, you know, successful procedure because these people who could barely see shapes moving before can suddenly see again. In this video, we're curing a thousand people's blindness. It's going to be crazy. They can't see. But we have all the technology to fix it. Yep. Half of all the blindness in the world is people who need a 10-minute surgery. I'll okay. see everybody. Oh, I can see clear. <laughs> I can jump for joy. <laughs> yes, I can see your face. I can see your face. I can see your face. You paid for my surgery? Yes. <laughs> Seriously? You know what? Here's $10,000. Oh, there's another one. There, and oh, here's yeah. some money, too. So why are people upset? Got any guesses? I can't imagine. So Mr. Beast's habit of showering strangers with cash for content has long been a bit of a joke on Twitter because his charitable acts tend to conceal an uncomfortable truth under the shiny surface. And this is something that we've talked about before on this show. When there's a feel-good story about a kid who started a lemonade stand to pay for his dad's chemo. Sure. I was like, isn't this a feel-good story? He started a lemonade stand and he made... Twenty thousand dollars, right? And, and you guys like, are like, no. "Hey, that's not really though a feel good story." Right, we should just have health care, right? So right. it says here the fact that these videos are created primarily for clout and profit uh, imbue them with a dark undertone, especially when young fans view them as acts 
of messianic empathy. After all, one can't always depend on random acts of kindness from YouTubers. Sure. Essentially, Mr. Beast videos are much like those feel-good news stories that hide a bleak reality, which is exactly what we just talked about. So this is the debate is pretty similar to the one that we've had on this program before about like taking the old man to Disney. You know, I know that this is different because it involves healthcare. So I think it's a little a little easier to um, see where the line is there. And and if they're saying, look, what we're actually doing here is we're looking at a dystopian world where people, if they just had access to this ten minute surgery, sure, that they would have access to in a first world country, if they had healthcare, if they had money, whatever, they'd be able to see. So this isn't really feel good. This is feel bad. Well, except that he's people can see he, he's going out and doing this. So you can't help right. but I I don't think you. Maybe you can. I was going to say you can't help but be happy for these people after because the surgery see. and seeing that it's over. I saw someone on Twitter, and I think I sent it to you, Snow Cone, sent out a tweet that just said, imagine being blind, and the first thing that you're able to see after years of being blindness is this. And it just showed a picture of Mr. Beast, and he's got all these Nikon cameras and right, stuff. Yeah, and I yeah. thought, well, okay, I totally get that. But I'm also – I I think I'd be happier to see than the fact that, oh, I of got put course. on YouTube. Now, if you want to say that you know, this is – masking this darker issue, which is people not having access to health care. But isn't he bringing light to that? Well, they're saying yes. Well, yeah, that's a good point, too, is that he's bringing light to it. Isn't he saying, because he didn't say, like, yo, I just got this technology. Right, it's not like he I got invented it. it yeah. And so, like, I'll pick a thousand people, but not everyone. Yeah. You Win a lottery and I'll fix your eyesight because I invented it. He's like, yo, <clears throat> if people had adequate health care... Yeah. We could fix their blindness. So watch me do it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, you could do it. So, but no, you're like, now I'll tweet you and call you a douche. Right. Like, what? Well, how many people's blindness did you fix? Right. Did you fix the healthcare system? You know what's that? And you that's know, what a lot like of defenders are said. It's the man in the arena. You know, he, and so I'll defend him. And I know you guys have said, like, well, why do they use it for self promotion? Because they need the money. Right. Well, how are you going to do it without self-promotion? How, if you don't promote it, how are you going to get the money to give it to people? And we've never, neither one of us, I don't think, I mean, surprise, surprise, we've never been great at articulating anything, but we've definitely not been good at articulating what that issue is with the feel-good surprise videos. I don't exactly know where to how, how to explain it, but it's I'm like, man, I the don't guys feel do it, there's good. people, because of a guy named Mr. Beast mm -hmm. and YouTube, there's people who couldn't see yesterday who can see today. Yep. And we're going to bitch about it. That, And it's the man in the arena thing. It's like, you know, this guy's in there doing the work, but you want to sit on Twitter and criticize him. Of course. It's, I mean, it's been the, you know. That's what his defenders basically said. I mean, I can go through the tweets of his defenders, but it sounds, you basically just covered it. Now, I will, this, this tweet, uh, you know, I don't know who this person is, but obviously they're being a little critical, or maybe they're just having a laugh at this whole situation. But the, they say, Mr. Beast wheeling a 65-quart ice chest full of organs into the hospital, making some dreams come true today. Special thanks to Yeti, uh, and I don't know what, these, what this other one is, for sponsoring this video. So I think they're trying to point out how kind of dark and dystopian that would be. It's like, I've got some organs, and we want to thank Yeti for giving right. us the coolers. And that th Just pointing out, like, is that the world that we live in now? I don't know that that tweet necessarily, though, is saying what he's doing is bad. Right. I think it's just kind of shining a light on, hey, just so we're all on the same page, right. we do realize that's kind of what's happening here, right? Uh, but I don't see how you could be upset with – you can make money on YouTube. You can make money doing all kinds of things. Lots of people, though, let's just stick with YouTube, have made money on YouTube. Sure. And 
they buy mansions and whatever they do, and they don't get more clout by going out and doing good. They find other ways to make more money. Maybe they review toys or cars or whatever. But at the end of the day, I can't get past the fact that these thousand blind people who are legally blind can now see. And I would rather live in a world where we're telling our kids, hey, if you want to be liked, if you want to be adored by people online, do good things. People love it when you do good things. Well, now maybe get, you don't have to do that. Maybe if you say if you want to be adored and liked, do that. Maybe, maybe it's you're thinking of it backwards. How so? Do good things, and people will adore and like you. Yeah. Not if you want to be adored and adored and liked, then do good things. Start doing good things, and people will like you, sure. and good things will happen to you. Yeah. Well, that makes and, more sense to me. And I, I think that that's. Someone could argue, as people on Twitter and stuff still are about this whole thing, but I just imagine, again, I don't have kids, but I imagine when your kids were watching YouTube all the time, which I feel like almost all kids watch a ton of YouTube, I would rather them see these random acts of kindness, look what I'm doing with my money, Sure, I'm going to go help these people in these impoverished parts of the world. Uh, or just poor people in general. I'm going to help well, them. Well, just regular people. Yeah. Sometimes he helps regular people. Like, yeah. right, you know, oh, you want a car? Right. Look at your house, you know. All right, here you go. I'll fix it for you. And these people don't have access to it. You know, it, I don't know, man. I get what they're saying. I think that tweet about the Mr. Beast wheels in the cooler full of organs and saves some people's lives. We want to thank Yeti for the sponsorship. I get it. I get that that's kind of a good way of, of you know, making a metaphor for this whole situation in the world that we live in. But I can't... But even then, would you be mad? That, exactly. What but if I you were the one who needed the organ? Right. Like, oh, well, you know what? Boy, if you're going to really sponsor that, I won't take a kidney. Right. You're still getting a kidney. Yep. And this organization that's doing the cataract surgery, I saw this criticism too. Well, you know, it's like Doctors Without Borders don't go out and try and get millions of views on YouTube showing the good things that they do. They just do it. Okay, right. But also... Mr. Beast is giving the, these people the money they need to perform sure. these operations. He's, he's sponsoring this. And I would assume that with all the views and all the talk that this whole campaign has, has garnered, they're probably going to have access. There's probably going to be more people giving them money. Sure. Right? There's going to be more awareness of this whole issue. So, sure, in a perfect world, would the eye doctors from C be able, you know, would they, someone else would pay for their plane ticket and wouldn't have to be Mr. Beast? Of course. Of course. I get that. But the critics of Mr. Beast, I don't get. I don't get. Do credit. you want him to stop? Like, do you, right. is that your mm-hmm. issue? Do you really want him to stop doing this, or are you just wanting to remind us? Are you wanting to say to everyone, "Hey, he's not actually a good person"? Right. Well, I don't care. That, that's that's where. Well, why I are stop. we saying he's not a good person? Because of how his, do you judge who's good or not by their deeds? And well, and of course, but they're going to say, you know, what motivates him? Well, what motivates anyone? We could get into this. And, and right, go but who on cares? But right. more than that, who cares? Like uh, he just—he doesn't have to do it anymore. Right. He could be done now. Yeah, he's loaded. so. What motivates him? Right. I'm guessing it motivates him to do good. That's the other thing too. I think because these videos have become so popular, I'm sure there are a lot of those on TikTok and stuff where people are like, "Let's do this for views. We're going to get views. This is how you get views. People love it when you do a random act of kindness." I do think I don't know that much about Mr. Beast, but I do think there are people who do this because they enjoy it. And they would rather do this than other things with their money. I think that he get. I think that he. I think that he probably feels good helping these people who needed yes, the surgery, of course. and didn't just think like you know some sort of psychopath. Okay, uh, give the money. They get the surgery. That should get me some more views. And that's all I care about is more views for more money. 
you know, why, why can't we just assume that maybe he also enjoys the why fact that Why would it even matter, healthy? though? Why do, I have to, why do I have to psychoanalyze that's the guy to try to figure out if he feels as good as I do? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The whole argument about even whether or not he's a good guy. You know, well, he's not actually a good guy. Who cares? Right. If he's doing good deeds... Then he's a good guy. Right. So then, then uh, yeah, I mean, you can make... Like, I literally, like, literally, he does... I don't, I've never heard of him doing something bad. Yeah. And he does good things. Yeah. Like curing the blind. Right. He's practically Jesus. <laughs> right. Why, he's like the YouTube... I don't need to know if he goes to bed at night. He's like, whoo. Yeah. Don't care if those guys got to see again, but yeah. look at that YouTube likes. Like, who cares? Yeah. So I'll show you the last uh, tweet that I saw that he was responding to. And this. I have to assume that he's happy that people can see. Yes, of course. That's I what I'm saying. Assume. I think he is. Right, of course. Maybe, maybe he's just a good actor. I don't know. But why can't we assume that maybe he actually does feel good about this? But he tweeted last night as all this is going on. He says, uh, Twitter, rich people should help others with their money. And then he says, me. Okay, I'll use my money to help people. And I promise to give away all my money before I die, every single penny. And he says, Twitter, Mr. Beast is bad. And it's, that is sort of how right, it yeah. feels, right? Right. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Doom scrolling. Please. More uh, updates with the Memphis situation with the okay. Tyler Nichols video. And you said you'd watch the video. You've seen the, or the videos. Uh, so they fired some more people. They had the first five um, officers that were fired. We knew about them before we ever saw the video. They're now all being charged with murder. But they've also started to fire more people, including um, a few EMTs from the fire department. And I had not either seen this part of the video or noticed this, thought about this. Okay. I'm not sure, but... Uh, they were showing on the news what happened from that pole camera, and you can see the EMTs when they show up. Nichols is on the ground, you know, writhing in pain and kind of rolling. And they, they come and sort of look at him, it seems like, and then they just sort of walk away and, okay. and leave him there, which, you know, that's not what happens in the movies. Right, sure. When an EMT shows up, they bring out the stretcher and they check for violence, all that stuff, and then they put him on the ambulance. But that definitely wasn't happening in this one. So they fired them as well. There was a statement from the police department, basically, or the fire department, but said exactly what you'd expect. You know, they didn't meet our expectations. Oh, see if this thing will work. Memphis police declined to name one of the officers, but identified the other as Preston Hemphill, a five-year veteran of the force. During the altercation, Hemphill is seen on his body camera, helping pin Nichols down and pointing a taser that authorities say he fired. Okay, so this guy is another guy who is now being talked about. Um, I hadn't seen his picture until today. People want him fired. People think that he should be in just as much trouble as okay. the other guys. But the police department's defense is they're saying, hey, he he wasn't at both scenes of the fight. He was just at part of it. He pointed a taser at him, but he wasn't there for the whole thing. So I think he's been suspended while they, you know, further review. Yeah. Lawyers for Nichols' family are now asking why Hemphill, who is white, has not been fired. <clears throat> he should be terminated like the other five black officers that were terminated. In all, seven Memphis police officers are off the job following the brutal beating, including the five ex-officers now charged with murder. So you got seven so far who are off the job, okay. and then you've also got these uh, three paramedics. Uh, paramedics, EMTs that work for the fire department. I, I don't understand any of this. I was trying to th think about it this morning. I was watching the video, and they're running away from, or not running away, but walking away and leaving them laying there. How does this happen? Is this... Like, is this something that no happens idea. all the time and we just don't know about it? How do you, 
how does an EMT know? And I say no, like I'm assuming here that the cops are like, obviously, we don't care about this guy. We don't care about whether he lives or dies. And it seemed like they didn't care about whether he lived or died by the way they were beating him. But how does that then get transferred to the EMTs that show up to just look at him and then like, ah, and then kind of walk away as he's riding, like rolling, you know, almost underneath a car at one point. Is is this what's happening all the time? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe, you know, people complained about the show Cops and Live PD. A lot, you know, a lot of criticisms about why it's bad, but maybe, maybe the good outweighed the bad, right? Because this this is way worse. And were they just doing this because they thought this is what we do and no one watches? You would think. I get it. The cops, we know about that, right? But the the paramedics, like that, you know, how are they showing up and and acting so flippant about it? I don't understand. So they said that they were going to charge Alec Baldwin with manslaughter. Today, they're charging Alec Baldwin with manslaughter. More than a year after the fatal shooting on the set of Rust, today, Alec Baldwin will officially be charged with involuntary manslaughter. The actor-producer will then have 15 days to make his first appearance, which can be held virtually or be waived by his legal team. His attorney already calling the charge a terrible miscarriage of justice, arguing Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set i've seen a lot of people heard a lot of people arguing about this alec baldwin thing especially in the last couple weeks since they said that they were going to probably charge him with manslaughter and i didn't know exactly where i stood i told you if i was on the jury i think you you know give me all the facts i'm not sure where i would be at the end i'm i'm i i do not think i don't feel strongly one way or they're like right it's definitely involuntary manslaughter but with all the debates i've seen on tv and i know i'm hearing a lot of these debates from other people who are also in hollywood but i'm i'm leaning towards not convicting him of involuntary manslaughter. And they said it right there. He didn't have any reason to believe that there was right. ever any live ammunition on that set. Now, you can say that he cut costs and didn't pay people enough, and maybe you can get me there, maybe. But the bottom line is there never should have been live ammunition anywhere near the set, let alone on the set. Right. Forget about in a gun, a prop gun. So I I don't know. I mean, is that where you lean? Right now, yeah. And I, my girlfriend's like, I can't believe they didn't charge him with manslaughter sooner. He pointed a gun at someone and shot her. It was reckless and wasn't paying people, wasn't paying the armorer enough to make sure that this stuff was safe. And I'm like, okay, I understand that that train of thought, but I also understand the why would a bullet ever be on the set? And again, maybe you, maybe it's his fault. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you tell me if I'm a juror. Hey, here's why it's it's his fault, and here's why he should have suspected that could be live ammo. I don't know. Hey, big news. Uh, Remember the uh, COVID public health emergency that we had? That whole lockdown and all that stuff? The the public health emergency, COVID. 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 C-O-V-I-D. Remember like a few years ago, we came to work one day and they said, everybody stop coming to work. But then they said, except for you two, and we kept coming into work. I remember there was not a lot of people here, but I don't know why. Yeah. There was a public health emergency. There was? Mm -hmm. What happened? People got uh, a virus that was uh, going around. That may or may not have escaped from a lab or come from a bat. Really? We're not sure. Yeah. Huh. Or, or a pangolin. Was bad? It was pretty bad. Killed a lot of people. Wow. Uh, made a lot of people sick. A lot of people have um, you know, permanent uh, issues, health issues now huh. as a result of it. Some people lost their ten- sense of taste and smell. Some of them never got that back. Um, they can't taste anything? Yeah, they couldn't taste or smell anything. Usually it was temporary, but then for some people it just never went away. They're not sure why. Hmm. Huh. It was like the flu, except it just killed way more people. I swear you remember this. 
We wore well, I mean, masks. I'm aware of it. Yeah, the mask thing. We wore mask places. Well, I saw you wear them. I didn't wear one. Right. I didn't well, understand didn't. why. Right, right. You didn't have them, but I, I had them. And uh, where I lived, you had to wear them. Oh. I don't remember if you had to wear them. Some people still wear what them What was now. it called again? COVID. What else did they call it, Snowcone? COVID and... Uh, Coronavirus. 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 Remember? Coronavirus. Yes, I remember that when it first started, because yeah. I remember the beer company. Right. Well, yeah, I rem- I like I am aware of it, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And it's been a few years, but I feel like you right. remember. I well, was- I know of it like I do uh, you know, what's his name? Jason Derulio. Like I know who he is. Yeah, I can sort of but visualize I don't, yeah, him. Yeah, same thing with COVID. Okay. Okay. Like I I'm aware of it, but I don't I couldn't name a song. I figured it's been a while. But there's big news about that whole thing because um the public health emergency Apparently, we're still living under one. What? There's still a public health emergency, but it's coming to an end in May. So we've only got a couple months left, and this public health emergency will finally be over. The White House is putting an end to the COVID public health emergency. That's right. The Biden administration's emergency declaration will end on May 11th. This is the country looks to get away from treating COVID as a national crisis and instead go toward treating it like a seasonal illness. So now it's a seasonal illness. You know, just uh, like those other seasonal illnesses, the cold flu, you go, you get a shot for it every year. Oh, God. And uh, we treat it that way. I don't know about the mask thing. I don't know if that's coming back. I, We're still going to have to wear those? I, I hope not. I don't know. I've, I still see people wearing masks uh, or, like now. I go to the grocery store, I'd say maybe 10% of people wear masks. Hmm. Yeah, they don't do that where you live? Not even at, like at the pharmacy, I'd say sometimes it can be almost like 20, 25% mm-hmm. of people in there wearing well, masks. I've seen like a person. Hmm. Do you keep one on you just in case? Mm-mm. In case you go somewhere that says masks required? Does your doctor's I haven't o- seen that. Does your doctor's office require it? Mm, yeah, uh, they, they give them to you. Mine does too, actually. They started giving them But then them when out. I got in there, I said, I have to keep this on. And he's like, yeah, it's up to you. Okay. Yeah. I think mine just ended. Snow cone, you keep a mask around? Yeah, it's somewhere. Well, I'm trying to think Could the last time you, you need somewhere. it right now. Probably. I think I've got one in my car that says the Church of Laszlo on it in my glove box, you know, for emergencies. But it's also it's one of those masks. Remember when we first did the mask and people were making all kinds of different. You, you made yeah. fun of people for their grandmas making masks. Yeah, because they said that it would help them. Yeah, that's and what I didn't mine know is that their grandmas made masks that could stop a virus. Right. So that's why Who I knew? didn't pay much attention to it. They said my grandma Miller, my grandmother made this polka dot mask for me yep. and I'm going to wear it. And I thought... Save a lot of lives. Huh? Save a lot of lives. That was the crazy Your mother, part. your grandmother knows how to make a mask that saves lives? Yeah. When did she learn that? She should have maybe making this the whole time. I know. That's what the other thing I thought was think about all the things we could have prevented all the way up until then. But that was all because of that public health emergency, but it's over now. And Lazo, I told you, um, you watch Yellowstone. I do. So, and Kevin Costner's in that, right? He is. Okay. Um, well, he's, you know, you also love, uh, Field of Dreams. I do. That's probably, and Bull, Bull Durham, right? Sure. And, uh, he's got for some good ones. For the love of the game. Yeah, for the love of the game. Ten Cup. Perfect World, Ten Cup. So, um, he's got a lot of money, apparently. I which bet. I think makes sense. You know, he was in the bodyguard. He'd probably get paid a lot of money for doing stuff he's like Kevin that. He's Kevin Costner. Yeah, he's, he's Kevin Costner. You know, he might not be America's biggest movie star right now, but he might be. he's pretty pretty big. And Yellowstone has probably made Massive. him the biggest TV show star or one of the biggest sure. TV show stars. Well, he's got a ranch in Colorado. It's 160 right. acres. There's two rivers and lakes on the property. You can now basically Airbnb or rent his ranch and stay there, which I thought 
you know, you're always trying to look for new things to do sure. with the boys and take them places. If you guys watch Yellowstone, maybe you could take them to Kevin Costner's ranch. We're branching so hard, how can we do it? Because it's one hell of a life, Tate. One hell of a life. It's one hell of a life, yeah. Tate. One hell of a life. So how much would you pay here? I'll show you pictures. There's a picture of the outside of it. I mean, this thing's huge. And that's where you go? That's where you go. That's how the much outside. is it I'm show you another picture. Well, I'm, I want you to guess because I'm going to show you some more pictures here. Um... You know, the inside is obviously fully decorated. How many people are allowed to go? Is it one of those, like, sleep 16 you know, or 20 I, or something? Because those are always more. I didn't see anything on there about the limit of the p- number of people. They probably have one. When I'm going to say 2700 bucks a night. Mm. Snow cone, any guesses? Saying Kevin Costner's ranch? Uh, I'll go three grand. Okay. Well, you guys were a little off. It's 36000 A, a night. night? A night, yeah, 36000 Good Lord. It's Kevin Costner. I get it, but that's pricey. Yeah. It's not Jim Brewer. <laughs> Thirty-six grand a night, though. What comes with it? I guess you have access to all this stuff. It's, they describe it as uh, three executive residences. Uh, guests can enjoy stunning and comfortable spaces of private homes. Experience the Colorado lifestyle. Um, the main residence on the property offers six bedrooms, including a master bedroom and a king-size bed, four queen bedrooms, and a bunk room with three full beds. Massive staircase leads you up to a great room, great room with a fireplace, multiple seating options, you know what it looks like, and maybe it is, but if you saw the bodyguard, it looks like the house he hides are in and the bodyguard okay. when he takes him to – you guys have seen that, right? Don't, no, don't, I've never seen it. Don't Come on. You're gonna make I've me never be seen the it. only one who saw the bodyguard. I know it was a mom movie, but – I have not. I haven't seen it. Well, I'm aware of it. Like I am Jason Derulio yeah. and COVID. I right. know it exists. I've, I'm aware of it. Where for, for people who've seen it, it's, it looks almost exactly like the house that – and maybe it is the house. I, I didn't read that anywhere, but it looks like the house that he hid her in when he was trying to hide her away from the – the stalker, the stalker killer guy. Went, went like, to his dad's ranch. It. Yeah. It's streaming on uh, Netflix I'm now, good. I think. I'm good. Okay. All right. I'm good. 36 grand. One night. Too much. A little too much, I guess. I mean, you well, got to be a can li- you can rent the Yellowstone house for less than that. The actual house that Yellowstone's oh, really? in. Yeah. I don't even know what the Yellowstone house is, but I feel like you can rent some pretty cool stuff for under yeah. five grand. For sure. I mean, a couple grand a night with Airbnbs and the whole way we've got yeah. this thing set up. Now, you could get some cool stuff. I'm interested to see who who's the first person to rent... Kevin Costner's ranch at 36 gur a night. That's 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 a lot. But what do I know? All right, we'll take a break. Come back, finish doom scrolling in just a second. It's the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on, kid? All right. Well, I got to tell you, uh, we're finishing doom scrolling. Okay, good. And uh, I got to tell you about this this guy that the police are searching for. This guy's a bad guy. So this is your, I guess, a he's tr- a bad guy. True crime piece of uh, doom scrolling today. Mm. There's a manhunt underway in Oregon for a man accused of torturing a woman who authorities believe uses dating apps to find victims. They think he might still be using these dating apps, and they're warning people, hey, look out for this guy. Stay off the dating apps. Yeah, his name is Benjamin uh, Obadiah Foster. He's 36. He's wanted in Grants Pass Police Department for attempted murder, kidnapping, and assault. So somehow the police got a call to go to this residence. They get there. There's a woman woman who's been uh, bound. She's tied up, and she's been tortured and beaten to within an inch of her life. They get her to the hospital. They say right now they think she's going to make it, but that she's still in critical condition. But this guy had already done some time in Las Vegas for similar crimes, for holding a girlfriend against his will, allegedly, uh, hurting her. And he did get some time, but he, was, he waited in jail when he was in Vegas for these, uh, you know, to go to, 
to go to trial. And the judge, I think, in, in both of the things that he was charged with there, they ended up mostly saying, hey, time served. So okay. I think he did a little over a year, maybe a couple years in Vegas. Gets out, goes to Oregon. Now this happens. And they say that people are helping him. I don't know if this guy is just really charismatic or what. But they say, hey, don't don't help this guy evade police because we'll arrest you. They've already arrested some woman. They went to look at a house where they thought he might be. And uh, they said they're going to charge her potentially with uh, aiding and abetting or whatever, right? So they also were saying, I guess if you're in that area, stay off the dating apps. He's six foot tall, 180 pounds. He's got a beard. Uh, you know, kind of kind of looks like if Snowcone's beard were thicker, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, doesn't he kind of look like Snowcone a little bit? Uh, yeah. Seems like a bad dude. If you're the kind of person who ties up someone and tortures them over the course of days, maybe even weeks, and you get caught doing that, I feel like you should. Someone should keep a close eye on that person if you do decide to let him out of prison, right? You say, oh, it's only a couple years. You yeah. didn't kill anybody. You just hurt him real bad. So I understand that part. We can't leave all that up to the judges. I get it. What can you actually charge the person right. with? But then he does it. You think he did it twice. Anything he's done it another time. Like at this point, when they catch him, he's got to stay in prison, right? This morning, the manhunt intensifying. Oregon police searching for a suspect accused of torturing women. Authorities say 36-year-old Benjamin Foster is on the run and possibly using dating apps to find victims or even find women who can help him avoid police. The manhunt began last Tuesday in Grants Pass, Oregon, when Justine Seaman was found by police, bound and beaten nearly to death. Man, She's I can't wait support. for you to tell me all about this in a year this when it makes man. your Dateline show. Yeah, you think it'll take this that long? Oh, I, I feel mean, like maybe they have to catch them. Yeah. yeah, they're offering. I saw the the reward right now is only twenty five hundred bucks, but I feel like uh, they'll probably catch them pretty soon. If they're just big of a manhunt, right? It'll and be this th no. It'll give it to Keith. Bitches love murder. It, it'll, they'll give it to Keith Morrison for sure. Well, it's you big, should try out for that story. Well, I think in order to do that, you got to first do local news. You got to be successful. Who says, with that. Gotta, who says there's a path? Because I've looked at their paths. Doesn't mean there's a path. I think you can do it. I see what you're saying. Don't look at what others have done. Yeah. Think about what your you own can way. do. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. I don't know about TV. You think you could do TV? The whole oh, well, like, you do the voiceover, the reading, right? I could do that part, yeah. But then when you got to walk, you know, the camera, you're walking towards the camera, trying to pretend like it's natural, and you're talking, you're reading a script. Yeah, you'd be fine. You'd, you'd be think? good at that. Yeah, I, I just know. I saw you on Twitch do that walk mo motion, and I thought, my God, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I might give it a shot. It would be kind of cool, I guess, to be on Dateline. Uh, a woman who was a former school employee. Okay, she used to work at the cafeteria, like in the cafeteria, I think. Then she became the person who was in charge of ordering food for the school cafeteria. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, some company comes along as they do; they do an audit, like in the middle of the year, make sure you know, hey, where's the money going? And now they think this woman stole chicken wings. Okay, she ordered these chicken wings and then had some sort of a truck pick up these chicken wings, had them delivered somewhere, and she picked them up in this truck. Not sure where they went after that, but. How much money's worth a truck full of like a pickup truck? And sounded like they were using like a uh, like a U-Haul or some sort of rented truck. Filled with chicken wings? That they would that they were picking up these chicken wings that they think she was stealing and ordering um, illegally. She was embezzling chicken wings literally, and then selling them where? We Just don't know. Them. I don't know if she was eating all these at home. That's the thing. Right. Like, what did she do with them? But when you hear the dollar amount for I school do like chicken, chicken wings, wings, I do too. And I know they got expensive there for a while, and now they're real expensive because the whole oh, chicken, chicken problem. But there's a chicken problem. Yeah, they're, they're the, that's why the eggs are so expensive. Because of the chickens, they're killing all the hens. Yeah, 
Who's killing the hens? The farmers. Why? Because they got the flu and they're spreading it. That's why eggs are ten bucks a dozen. I didn't know that. We've been over this last. She was time. hired as a consultant in July 2020. In that role, she was in charge of placing food orders. Between July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors allege she used her position to embezzle 1.5 million dollars from the school 1. district. 1.5 million. Documents accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service, oh, yeah. GFS, and picking them up with a district's cargo van. $1.5 million in chicken wings. I don't know. That's what we, I, I want to find out. They uh, clearly she think that like she's Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings or something? Right. She's 66 years old. Um, I can show you a picture over here. She used to work at the, uh, uh, the thing that I watched this morning said she used to work in the cafeteria, then became uh, in charge of, you know, ordering for the cafeteria or whatever. So she looks like she could be your grandma, you know, uh, still like a normal older lady. And when you hear embezzlement, That's you, don't, interesting. you don't think like, um, well, you think money. I mean, I know that there's I also a few- wouldn't think, I mean, what do I know? I haven't eaten school lunch in a long time, but my kids are never, they're never like, oh, the school lunch is great. I don't remember chicken wings at school. And, and if they did have them, I just wouldn't think they'd be as good as the restaurants, but maybe they are. Maybe they're just, all the chicken wings are the same. And maybe maybe the school doesn't serve chicken wings, and but the the food provider does offer them, and she was just buying them, and then the well, students the weren't eating them. Selling she, them where, though? That's what I want to know. Where did the chicken wings end up? You know, Maybe like local restaurants? Right. Could she be selling she them? She could sell them for cheap? She wasn't eating them. It says she, it was apparently uncovered when the district manager conducted a routine audit in January and found food costs were $300,000 over budget just halfway through the school year. The auditor discovered individual invoices signed by this woman for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item that was, oh, here, this one says, was never served to students because Mm. they don't serve students chicken with bones in them. Mm. There you go. I was thinking, like, I don't remember getting chicken wings when I was a kid. Yeah, but they didn't say it anywhere in that uh, TV story, but the New York Poster says that they don't serve them. Um, She's being held in the Cook County Jail. Her bond is $150,000. You think with all that chicken wing money, she might might be able to post it. Able to, yeah, get out of there. But uh, Liza, you lived in Florida for a long I time. Did. I think we've talked about this sheriff before. He does the Wheel of Fugitives on TV. Mm. Wheel of Fugitives, and then he says, "All right, this is the fugitive. We want your help finding right okay. now." So uh, someone is suing. A Florida man is suing that fugitive for the Wheel of Fortune. He says it's defamation. You put my face up there, and I was no fugitive. <laughs> A Florida sheriff may have to find a new way to catch alleged crooks. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey is now being sued for his weekly Wheel of Fugitive videos posted to social media. The man who filed the defamation lawsuit says that he was not a fugitive when his name and image appeared several times in 2021. He claims he lost his job because of it. So far, the Brevard County Sheriff's Office has not commented. Yeah, if you're not a fugitive and you get right, and you fired me because up there, of that, sure. He says he was not a fugitive when his picture appeared in four episodes of the show between January and February of 2021. Instead, he was either sitting in jail after turning himself in on a probation violation or in one case already legally released. So then so he's done his time, I guess. And then he gets out and then they're still putting his face Mm -hmm. on Wheel of Fugitives. I mean, that's probably a big show on Facebook, right? I would like imagine. Kind of that people, sounds like something people would like. Yeah. What is it? Is it Broward County? I think it's like Mr. Beast and Wheel of Fugitives. Yeah. One and two, neck and neck. Wheel of Fugitives. You know, I don't know. I guess I haven't ever seen a whole episode of Wheel of Fugitives, but I wonder what happens. Like, are they saying we offer, we're going to offer 500 bucks if you give us tips, or is it just here's the guy that we need? Yeah, I think they're going to offer you something, right? Uh, okay. A few weeks ago, 
There was a news story. I, mean, I still don't know what happened with this woman, but they, they discovered that a 29-year-old woman was going to high school in New Jersey. She had a fake birth certificate, and she pretended to be a high school student and just went to school. And we talked about this. They caught her, mm-hmm. but they didn't say why she was doing it. And, Lazo, you said, you know. They're usually sports. Right. Do it for sports. If you pretend uh, that you're a kid so you can be on the team and then help the team win. Yeah. And then, but. Maybe even get a college scholarship. Right. Who knows? College you're scholarship. So good at that'd, it. that'd be really good. Well, uh, the simulation heard you talking about that mm-hmm. and decided to spit out one of those stories. This happens in Virginia at a junior varsity girls basketball game, high school basketball game. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, one of the girls didn't show up to play, so one of the coaches <laughs> put on the uniform, the sure. shorts and the jersey, and she went out and uh, and played. And by the way, there's video of this game, and I watched some video of the game. She does look taller. Is she, she, she looks like she's probably the best player on the team. File this one right. under one of the strangest stories I've ever heard of and talked about. Last Friday, we received an email from the mother of a player on the Churchland High School girls JV basketball team that an assistant coach on the team named Arlisha Boykins impersonated a 13-year-old player on the team that was out of town for a club basketball tournament. So there you go. She's now been fired after impersonating a player. Uh, did they win? How many points did she score? Junior varsity. That's what I want to know. What was the final score of that game? I did couldn't, she win? I couldn't yeah. find it. And the videos that I found, it was just highlights. It was like a highlight reel of her getting these layups. Well, and, she looked know, pretty good then. Yeah, it, she, looked, she looked pretty good. Was there a story where that had happened before? or was there? A, I know in Ladybugs, he dresses the kid up to be a girl, to play on the girls' well, yeah, team. Yeah, there's like adults who played football, a football team. Remember that story? Or the whole team of I was adults. thinking there was something. I think not too long ago there was a guy who was in school playing basketball. That was within the last month. Okay, yeah. I, I would say, and, you know, maybe someone on Twitter. I didn't see Ladybugs, but I'm sure it happened in there, too. <laughs> you didn't see Ladybugs? Well, I must have missed it, but I'm I... shocked. I'm shocked. How did you not see it at least 100 times? I don't. Uh, I mean, it's been out for almost 40 years now, I'm 35 sure it's years. Great. You still haven't I seen it? No. Oh, my goodness. It's queued. Uh, I have it in my queue. Yeah. How far down the queue is it? it it's got to be coming up soon here. Yeah, he gets no respect. Tell you what. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, Hotshot? How are you? I'm great. People have posted about this on our Reddit. Uh, on our subreddit, people have messaged me about this. I'm sure they've messaged you about okay. this. I just saw someone bring it up again on our uh, Twitch chat, which, by the way, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo if you want to join us. Sure. But the whole fireball thing, I think oh, it's yeah. I think it's confusing, right? And yeah, I, I think one, some of them just say cinnamon, and then other ones say cinnamon whiskey. Right, which I never knew this until this whole thing no, me broke. Either. I wouldn't have known the difference. And one story I read actually said that this whole thing started because of a radio show, an afternoon drive radio show. Hmm. It wasn't us. I think it was someone in New York or New Jersey, maybe. They said that they were talking on the air, like, how come you can buy liquor at the convenience store? You know, They've right. got those little fireballs. So some states, like Kansas, you can't buy liquor at the gas station, right? There's no liquor at the gas no. station. Okay. You can buy beer, though, yeah. right? Okay. So I'm guessing that's how a lot of states are. In some states, maybe you can't buy beer at all. I remember you telling me about Detroit. It yeah, had just party, had party stores. stores. No, uh, no beer at the gas stations. That right. may have changed now. But. Right. But back then, well, it was Party like, stores, it was beer and liquor and pizza. and All the stuff you needed. Chicken. It, it was a convenience store without gas, right? I mean, that's yeah, basically it was what like, it was. Yeah. So, and they always had the best pizza. Right. That doesn't surprise me at all. And, you know, one of those places would pop up and you'd say they got the best food in town. Yeah, There's right. a party store over there. So then, because I, I remember when you moved here, you're like, no party stores. And it took us a while to figure out, oh, well, it's because you can sell liquor at the gas right. station in Missouri. But in Kansas, you couldn't. 
and Kansas didn't sell the same strength beer for a long time at grocery right, they stores. Showed, they've, they've changed that, they've right? Three, two. Yeah, but that's over now. Okay, so the Fireball thing, and correct me if I got this wrong, but everyone keeps saying, did you see Fireball's getting sued because it's not whiskey? But the story is really about the mini bottles. Mm-hmm. It's every story I've read. In those states where they can't sell liquor, a lot of convenience stores will sell the mini bottles. If it's a gas station that can sell beer, then they'll sell these little bottles, which are technically malt beverages, just like beer, right, just okay. like a White Claw or whatever. So it says there's a class action lawsuit that's been filed. Well, they're not higher proof than just a beer? Right. I don't know exactly what the alcohol content is. It might say in one of these stories. I don't remember reading it, though. But right, it's got less uh, alcohol in it. I know that. Because there was a whole story about someone saying that they felt like they, you know, basically weren't, weren't working, you know, for right. that lack of a better term. Uh, it says it includes a malt-based and wine-based alcoholic beverage. And okay. those bottles say Fireball Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. They also make little bottles that say Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Right, two different bottles. Two different bottles. That means that Fireball Cinnamon, which is flavored to taste like whiskey without actually including the liquor, can be sold in a, quote, wider variety of stores, including establishments that are not permitted to sell liquor. According to Fireball, Fireball Cinnamon is available in about 170,000 stores that can only sell beer, malt beverages, and wine products across the United States. Now, the thing about in Kansas, I've never seen in a gas station or like a 7-Eleven where you can buy beer, Fireball. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to ask. Right. Like, I've never seen it. So I've only seen it in liquor stores, and then that's the cinnamon whiskey. Okay. I've never seen, like, a gas station have Fireball before. Only Missouri. Right. Well, in Missouri, well, Missouri they, sell, they can the sell the real ones. The real yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas can't sell that. Right. So what we're right, saying but in, is, this I'm sells... saying in Kansas, I can't see the fake ones. The cinnamon. I've never right. seen them. No. Right. Right. So you got Fireball cinnamon whiskey. So right. that's real liquor. That's real Fireball. Then you've got Fireball cinnamon, which is this malted wine which beverage. Would be in the gas stations around me. Right. But I'm saying I've never seen them. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't know if they sold them there or not. Never seen them. Uh, I just kind of assumed that maybe they did. Obviously, I mean, it says 170,000 stores, according to them, across the United States sell them, and they're sounds like they're really only sold at places that can't sell liquor. So I don't think you go into a liquor store and say, I want Fireball Cinnamon. Right. That's not They're not, they're not going to have that. So the lawsuit is saying, like, look, it's difficult for consumers to know the difference between the two. It says the packaging of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey and Fireball Cinnamon make it hard for consumers to distinguish between the two. That's according to the lawsuit. Um, you know, I was always looking for somebody to sue, and people send me all That'd these ideas. Good one. But yeah, you don't want to sue Fireball, you know. And and After all the good they've done for you. They had that whole thing. Remember the thing where they didn't they ban it in some country because they said it had too much something in it? Antifreeze or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there was that whole thing. And then I felt like people talked about whether or not it was whiskey or not. And I, I don't even know what what the rule is to call something whiskey. There are rules, whiskey. but they're, they're able to do it. So, right. It, it, it somehow says cinnamon it whiskey, so and it fits. Right. And they continue doing it. I will say what I learned from this lawsuit is that there is a little fireball shot. It just says that cinnamon. Just says on it. cinnamon. I didn't it does know that. Word whiskey, and it's different somehow. Never seen it. I wonder if they taste like how different they. I taste. bet they taste exactly the same. You think so? Of course. Yeah, because however Fireball figured out Fireball whiskey, mm-hmm. they figured out a way to make it delicious. I mean, if I'm sorry, I'm not. Tra- I'm not trying to sit here. I'm not getting paid by them or anything. But it's right. it's crazy. I bet you the other how, one tastes the same. How good it is? Yeah. So you probably wouldn't know the difference mm-hmm. if you bought it. Uh, all right, coming up. Yeah, tell me more about what's coming up. That's what I want to know. I want to know the things that people often think make people look smart mm-hmm. that aren't actual signs of intelligence. A tie. We, give, we give people too much credit a tie. for it. A tie is your first one. A British one. accent. British accent is a good one. 
I've got I've seen I know studies. It's a good one. I just said it. Americans trust British yeah. uh, endorsements. A tie makes me think. I mean, if it's a you know, if it's a bad tie and a bad suit and your pants don't fit, then I think you're an idiot. Yeah. But if you know you're dressed pretty sharp and it's a tie, it looks pretty expensive, then I'm like, well, this person's pretty smart. Yeah, being dressed nice is a good one. Yeah. But you're well, right. Not it's just nice. Right. It's got to be a tie. It's right. got to no, be no. a business outfit. Yeah. You got to look it like you're ready for like, business. Oh. You wear really nice clothes, no, it's not, it's and they fit you well, yeah. because I don't know. No, the suit and tie, like yeah. the, you know, it, it looks good, and it looks like you do that basically every yeah. day. You could tie that thing with your eyes closed. Sure. All right, well, coming up, and you can, by the way, join us, like I said, at our uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo, and give us yours. But I'll go over what the things are that we should stop giving people credit for, because it doesn't necessarily mean you're smart. The Church of Lazlo. Yo, 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 yo. yo. Steph, we give people too much credit for. You think you see something or you learn something about someone you think they're smart. Yeah. But we, we really shouldn't give people that much credit for these things. Now, Lazo, you said the thing that gets you is a, a good okay. suit. Yeah, or a British accent. Yeah. A British accent, I've read many times about how, what the percentages are, but there's a reason that there's so many British voiceovers in American ads because Americans are more likely to trust sure. something if it's coming from a British person. There's that guy that... Sells all the as-seen-on-TV stuff. He's British, and people trust him because he's British. Anyhow, this is all the things that we give people credit for that maybe we shouldn't necessarily okay. say, okay, this means the person is smart. The first one is good memory. And I've heard this before. I still think that if you have good memory, you're smart. But they say it can be a sign of intelligence, but it's not a guarantee. There are a lot of people, apparently, who can memorize facts. They can pass tests. They can get you know good grades in school. But then they have no idea how to apply any of that knowledge in life. Okay. Ah, to me, I would think memory is like the first and most important hurdle. If you can retain everything that you're well, being I mean, told. Well, you at least have the knowledge. I guess what's the definition right. of smart? I don't know. Right, exactly. Like if, you t- if I had a good memory and I could remember all the vocabulary, you start telling me Spanish words and I just remember them. Right, or dates or yeah. how to do things, maps. Right. Like, I mean, I have the knowledge. Right. So you're not really judging me if I'm smart or not. You're saying, well, I can't apply it. That's more of a life skill than it is smart. Right. Are you just saying I'm, I'm lazy? I'm not applying myself? Or Because what you're saying is that it's not actually a sign of intelligence, that it, that it can be. But it isn't necessarily. If you can remember everything, or if you have a, you don't have to remember everything. It would be a prodigy. But if you have a very good memory, right? To me, formulas, you know, yeah, yeah. And and you get those straight A's. I'm sorry. So another, the next one that they say Americans especially do this, but people who have money, we think that if someone's rich, they're smart, and that we should listen to them. I admit, I'm one of those people. If Mark Cuban says you should be doing this with your life, I'm more likely to listen to Mark Cuban. Than I am someone I am who's not rich. The guy down the hall. <clears throat> Fair. But they say that we put way too much, which I get, we put way too much emphasis on the fact that they have money and then we automatically assume they're rich. Doesn't necessarily mean anything. The next thing that we do is, or the next one, the next sign is confidence and arrogance. I admit that this works on me too. A very confident, arrogant person, if they're telling me confidently that they know something and they're confident enough about it, I believe them. Lazo, I think you've said in the past you're the yeah. same way. If someone is telling me, if they walk yeah, in, they walk in and they're high, confident, that, that is one for sure. And that doesn't mean that they know what they're talking about. They can just be confidently wrong. Absolutely. But I and do, that happens a lot. But I still fall for it, don't you? Oh, yeah. I believe you. In my mind, I'm like, if you could be this confident, because, of course, we always think of ourselves with other people. We always think, what would I do in this person's position? 
but they're different people. And you've read these reports or studies that show that, you know, 80% of CEOs are sociopaths and things like that. They're right. not. People are different than you. And I admit that I fall But still, for, like a good confident, like if you tell me something like, I'm, the Rams won the first Super Bowl. And I'm like, no, they didn't. They're like, yeah. okay, 17-16. I'm like. Right. And the more confident you are about it, the more I'm like, what don't I know? Right. And just in general, if you are a confident person who walks around with swagger and your head well, high all the time. That doesn't mean that you're smart. For it sure. doesn't, but I will admit that I do fall I for fall it. I fall for it for sure. If that person says something, I think, oh, man, he's smart. He knows yeah. what he's doing because of his confidence. So I get it. We shouldn't do that, but we definitely do that. It's how people get promoted, I would say. I think it probably helps you in a lot of ways. Sure. I think those people who fake it, fake it till you make it, I think that's a real thing. The next one is fast talking. If someone is a fast talker, apparently a lot of people assume that means that sure. they're smart. Okay. Okay, fine, I guess. The next one is uh, an education, which this to me goes back to the um, memory thing a little bit. Yeah, See, like, although the education thing, I don't know where you went. Right. I don't know how hard it was. Uh, you know, the education thing I'm not so impressed with. If you just say you have a bachelor's degree from somewhere, I'm not like, oh, you must be smart. I'm, I actually well, they, am more like, meh, you must follow the rules. Right. I know. I'm me being too. Honest. No, I know. Like, me oh, too. Look at that. You follow the rules. Do what you're told. I totally agree. But they use the example of PhD, which, I mean, look, I will admit it. Well, the got, more you get up there, yeah. the more I'm like, okay. If you got a PhD, I figure you, you did, did the work. something. Right. You did the work. You wrote a thesis. I don't even know what that is. Right. I can't write a thesis. So I feel like, look, I, we're going through the but world. I also feel like, I, you know, if you have a, I'm also with a PhD. I'm also like, man, you did the time. Right. Well, I mean, you're smart. Also, I, I am a little curious, like, where'd you go to school? That right. matters a little bit, too. Like, where'd I you think go? it's more of a time thing for me. What's the PhD in? You have stick to Right. You know, you're driven. Right. But I don't necessarily think you're smart. Like, okay, what's uh, the first lady, Dr. Jill Biden? They call her Dr. Jill Biden. She's got yeah. a PhD. Isn't her PhD in music or, or something? Or education or something. Oh, maybe it's in education. Yeah. Well, I don't know what hers is exactly. But if you had a PhD and it was in music, then maybe I'm like, meh. Doesn't necessarily. I still think, though, you went to school for a long time and really focused on something and wrote right. a thesis about it. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't I think, know what that you know, means. It's impressive, but it yeah. doesn't, to me, mean you're smart. Well, that's what they're saying. It's, it doesn't necessarily mean you're smart. The next one is criticism. People who are uh, quick to dole out criticism. Okay, I guess I don't know if I think those people are smart or not. Now, to me, the, I come back to the arrogance thing, right. the confidence. If you're confident and you're criticizing me because you're saying you're wrong about this, to me, that's the arrogance thing, right? Yeah, I know. Confidence to me is more like you say something, you believe it. Right. right? And you stick with it. And I tend to think that those people are smarter. But if they're, you're just criticizing people, like don't listen to Snowcone, he's an idiot. Right. I don't necessarily think you're any smarter. Right. I do think Snowcone's an idiot, but, it's, but I don't think you're smarter. It's also how you present yourself, right? It's not just what you're saying. It's how you present yourself to other people. The confidence. The confidence yeah, like that I you have. Confident, I know what I'm yeah. talking about. What are you? The, to me, Christ. right? To me, that's that's what it is. The the criticism right. thing, I don't totally understand. Using big words is my favorite one on the list. And they talk about how people. There are people out there who want to look smart. So they'll look up a word of the day, of course. and then they find a way to work it into a public conversation or a post sure. on Facebook or whatever, and that that's not necessarily a sign of confidence I think, or intelligence. I think you can tell most of the time, but I'm dumb, so maybe it just works. I feel like you can tell if someone really has, like if their lexicon is so much bigger than yours, and they're easily grabbing these words, and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't think to use that. Oh, I'm not positive yeah. I even know what that means. Again, I wouldn't think that makes you smarter. I, it is impressive, though. 
Okay, I guess I think it makes you smarter. Your grasp of the English language is impressive. I don't necessarily think you're smarter. Okay, I, I guess I do. I think I assume that you're probably smarter. The Republican from the Washington Post that's been around forever, George Will or whatever his name yeah. is, like you, you need a dictionary to get through his articles. I don't understand what he's yeah. saying. It's kind of well, annoying. Like word. You think P.J. O'Rourke is smarter than you? I don't know that. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know that. I guess I tend to. I start at a base with you're smarter than me. Just, to, just in general, meeting a new person, I'll go with it's it. Probably good for you. <laughs> right. <start there. laughs> right. And then now I'll look at your confidence and all that stuff and and how you behave. Then I guess if your education comes up, sure. Yeah, I start from a p- point of you're an idiot. That's where you start. When I first meet someone, I'm like this person's got to be dumb. Maybe because people are dumb. A lot of them are so dumb. I know I'm dumb, Ah, and I walk around. I think I'm not as dumb as most people. So that's really scary. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of us think we're dumb, but still think we're smarter than most people. Well, we are dumb. We're just not as dumb. I know. But what if like dumb isn't like a like it's not a it's not a curve, right? I'm dumb. Just but there's a ton dumb. of people who are really dumb. And like, that's they're a, stupid. It's a different seating chart, is what you're saying. They're sitting below. Yeah, it's not yeah. like I don't all of a sudden become smart because you're dumb. I'm just smarter than you, but we're both still dumb. Yeah. But if it's if we're talking averages... Yeah, we don't. That's not the way the world works. Right. You're either smart... Smart or dumb. Right. Or, you know, or somewhere in somewhere between. Somewhere between. And but I'm dumb. I'm just saying you're dumber. Because of those really smart people like Einstein... Or there's no Carl curve Sagan or whatever, right? You You're go. Talking, okay. You you to me are trying to make this a learning curve. Still, I think there is just a grade. Yeah. Of how smart you are. Right. We can do A B C D E. Yeah. What I'm saying is I'm a D student, but most people are E students. Okay. You're no. all idiots. Right. I'm agreeing right. with you. I'm saying we have to base that A off of something, and I'm saying you've got the Einsteins of the world. Sure. They're the A's, so now we know that's possible. We've right. seen what those people can write and talk about, whatever and the It may even be just the accumulation of knowledge. Yeah. They could be tricking right. us. It may not be like you have to be Einstein to be an A student. You just have to be smart. Yeah. Just well, I'm saying there's really not a smart. lot of people out there that are smart. So when you go into a meeting and you sit uh, around a table with a bunch of people that you've never met before. I know I'm not the dumbest one at it. I promise you. I may not even know them, but I'll be like, yeah. Once we all start talking, I promise you I'm not the dumbest one here. But what do you? Where, where do I'll you point think? him out too. Usually beforehand. <laughs> well, I mean, I can tell you that guy's an idiot right there. I haven't even heard him talk before. But I know he's an idiot. I know who you're talking about right now. But but there's a million of them. I've been in so many meetings. Way. I'm like this guy. I've been in vice president meetings. I'm like, yeah. It's a, Guy playing air drums. The air drum guy. We've never said a word to him before. The guy who, you know, lunches is there. They haven't served it yet, but he's going to go ahead and look through the boxes to see which one's turkey. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. I start with you. You're judging all the people. When do you want to talk? I'm like, after the guy looking for the turkey sandwich. I go right after that idiot. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Sorry, I'm just trying to Yeah, I mean, it's the... Just trying to keep up with this. What? Like, what well, our show is just now just crap. Well, yeah. Now we're just sitting around talking about porn. porn. Look, hey, but give yourself some credit. It's been a while. It used to happen a know. few times a week. I don't think it's happened now since. Well, I don't think it's happened in 2023. Oh, really? I, I don't think. I think the last time it happened was when we when Pornhub released their annual, you know, year end review. I think that that's oh, the last right. time it came up. And it's not like, you know, it just it just happened today. I was looking for something to show you from a news story. Yeah. I searched for the news story, and the first thing that came up was girls who w- knock. Was porn. I'm the one who's knocks. Yeah, girls knocking on the door. And 
Then the next thing was the news story. I clicked the news story. Then I went back to the porn thing. Sure. I was excited because I said, hey. Hey, look, I found a new porn. A new category. Look, I like it. I get it all. Just, you know, then it's just, you know. But what it devolved into is that. There's now, you know. You think Snow Cone's not a real human being. And it's I hard. don't think he's If a you're human listening being. and you're confused, it is a little confusing. But somehow that turned into Snow Cone is not a real person. Well, he's a, yeah, no. He's a real person. He doesn't have a soul. Right, that's what I'm like saying. It's like he's a human. Like I'm not saying he's a robot, but he's you're saying he's like a, a sociopath. Ro- well, no, because that gives some sort of uh, connotation to being, you know, that you lack empathy, a, a bad, or that you lack empathy. At least, right? You but don't I don't care. think that's him. I just think he'll—he's a chameleon. He'll be whatever you want him to be. <laughs> right. Like if you're like so, like his girlfriend's like, hey. You like The Bachelor? He's like, not only do I like The Bachelor, I like to get a Bachelor board and watch it every night. And then 90 Day Fiance and any other show that's like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then he comes in here, he's like, hey guys, you watch uh, football last night? Like football. Very good. Uh, You're describing yes. a sociopath. No, because a so- at least a sociopath you- to some degree means that they would be have the ability to do harm. I don't think he has the ability to do harm. He has empathy. Yeah. He's emotional. Yes, he true. has emotions. But he'll sure. just be whatever you want him to be. Right. So it's whatever not a- you think whatever he thinks you want him to be, that's it. Yeah. So so the, how do we get there from porn? It doesn't matter. We've had these conversations before. Snowcone claims he doesn't really look at porn. It confuses me. I don't know whether to believe it or not. That's Lazo not says what I said. To, I just you never look at real porn, whatever, only amateur porn that mm-hmm. someone posts mm-hmm. somewhere. And that seems so just inconceivable to me. Right. And so Lazo says, no, you got to understand. It's not worth, don't, don't bother trying to understand whether, or, or, or believe whether well, or not I, he looks at this I stuff. Wouldn't I agree with you if that was the, what you were saying is true, that I would, I agree with what you're no, saying? No, because of course not. Because I've never changed the, my stance on this, right? Oh, what, Since on, you've uh, known me, on porno? the porn? Yeah. I've never wavered from that. Right. <laughs> of course. Never changed. You got to so take... So saying I agree with everything that someone says I'm committing, <laughs> wouldn't I agree Well, no, you still got to take a stand on something. <laughs> right, oh, I knew that was coming. Or else everybody okay. would know. I knew okay. it was coming. <laughs> like, obviously. Like, there's a very easy this one. Is... You're like, hey, you like this kind of porn? No, guys. I don't like that kind of porn. But also, a, I have you're agency. on the radio, so you would like, you, know, you probably told your girlfriend, you're like, oh, no. I don't like uh, pantyhose. <laughs> I don't like all this crazy stuff. I just don't. I like regular breath. So then she hears you on the oh radio. She got to go along with it. Like <laughs> I've I, said that course. for eight years now. <laughs> yeah, and you've had a girlfriend the whole time, and no, said the yeah. same, spewed the same, you know, traditional robot crap to everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it's like a sheet of paper, I imagine. And Snow goes like, "Okay, right. got to come up with a few things I pretend to believe, and I right. won't waver." Right. No, so the stuff that waver. he doesn't waver on is stuff right. that he's already told somebody else. Right. Because, okay. You see what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. He's it's already out co- there. He's made a commitment to a woman that he doesn't like that type of porno. <laughs> right. So then when we get in here, you're like, you like that type of porno. And then his little robot brain kicks off. He's like, can't admit to that one. <laughs> For you guys, it's like if someone doesn't like pantyhose or whatever you're into, no, it's like they must be no, great. They have no agency. It could no, be anything. It, but it's the fact that you're telling me that you just don't yep. look at, you, that you never look at like normal pornography. That's right. just, I don't. It's hard to believe, well, but again, if it was I'm like if I had you. only had like that option, then of course. But it's really hard to believe you're a grown man who was excited about putting together a bachelor board. Well, I was right, exactly. I, see, you, you posted about. I it. don't. I, I don't really look at porn like a bachelor board. Like, okay, I, I'm finding this hard to believe. <laughs> I understand what Lazo's saying here, and, and in case you're confused, what Lazo's saying is that because he's on the air. Everyone can hear what he's saying, right? So he might say that he does or doesn't like certain things because he doesn't want that. 
right, reputation getting out there. Well, no, because it will contradict what he's already told somebody exactly. who's listening. Uh, right, right. So It's just not true, guys. I'm sorry. Then there's things he would like to lose. The iPad he'd love to lose from his that would, repertoire. I'd love right? that to go. Right. He would love it, if, but but you know, Twitch already brought it up before right. we even came on the yeah, air. They like, do every single day. You don't have to read it. Right, but mm. I mean, it, they'd make me chuckle because it right. said you like <laughs> amateur iPad porn, right, sure. which Who is funny. It? And that's one of those things that's just going to stick, unfortunately. Mm. And you can't. You'd love to get it gone. Come on, man! It's can't. like in his head, like yeah. What do people say? That stadium will be rocking and a rolling. Uh, you're like, eh, it's just a little, everything's a little off. You're like, eh, it could be rocking, I guess. I don't know. But no, I, I think humans say when things are exciting, it's rocking and a rolling, I think is what they say. Like, the worst, yeah. the, like, what? Like, okay, yeah. The worst part about that stuff is that when you say it to Lazo initially, yeah, you walk in the room. So, guys, what do you think about the game? Blah, blah, blah. You get to the point where you go, well, I don't know, that place is going to be rocking and rolling. There is no reaction. And if there is a reaction from Lazo, it's just like, yep, agreed, whatever. You don't know that what you just said. I had no idea. You are going to be mocked for, <laughs> I had no idea. for the rest of your life. I know. And that's just, you know. It's eight years ago. It's p- part of the job. Part of the job, you know. Oh my God. It's like me going to the Cape or whatever it is. Sure. These things just stick around. You say it. That's right. There's no right. response. Yeah, not about the Cape. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, guys. I'm gonna go on vacation and hit the Cape. Like, shut up. But I said <laughs> Cape Girardeau, you idiot. I said the cape. Cape. Not the cape. I didn't say the Cape. <laughs> you know, we'll fight over this for the rest you of our did lives. Say the cape. I and said Cape. It doesn't cape. matter. You make reference to it, like Cape. Yeah. Well, we think Cape Cod. Yeah. Of course, that's what the cape right. is. Cape right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Guys, well, I'm yeah, admitting, guys, I just cape brought Gerardo. this up myself. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. I brought it up. I well, know. I'm saying the one that makes me angry. Right. So, the cape is going to be rocking and rolling while you guys are there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Are we done? That's it. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited, it? though. I am excited. That's what started this whole oh, thing. Was, there's the show right there. The farmers. farmers. Farmers looking for oh, love. Yeah. yeah. Farmers looking for love. Farmers. Very excited about it. Yeah. I, I know they've got that farming dating app. I have to admit, when I saw the ads, I was like, oh, if I was single, I might sign up for the... But I, I guess, but you know... Date, you want to date a farmer? Yeah. You know, like a country girl? <laughs> I don't think that's a farmer, you idiot. She could be a farmer. What, women can't be farmers? And Do I have to be a farmer? I know it says farmers only or whatever. Yeah, but, I think that's I mean, what it's called. Maybe if I... Obviously, if I get on this dating app, my thought would be, I'm going to embrace your way of life. You're a farmer's daughter. I'm a farmer's daughter? No, no, no. I'm going to meet a farmer's daughter, a farmer's girl, and I'm going to embrace- It's not a farmer's daughter. It's farmers. Right, it's farmers. I'm going to embrace this lifestyle. I'm going to become a farmer with you. You want to marry a- Female farmer? Right, like, I'll go live on the farm with you, and we'll we'll put grain in elevators or whatever it is <laughs> a female do. farmer who does that? Well, I'm sure there's female farmers, right? I don't. Uh, I, I don't. Aren't there female? Yeah, I guess, they ride tractors and do farming and do stuff. Yeah. And I'm I don't that. know that if you went to that site, there'd be a lot of women farmers that's, looking for a man. That's why I got over it so quickly. I was yeah. like, you know, I don't think there's probably any women on there anyway. It's just guys like Snow Cone, he photoshops a cowboy hat on his head. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I happen to be standing next to him. I don't think so. Yeah. Hey, so are you excited about horny farmers on TV or whatever it is? I'm going to watch wife? it. Yeah. For sure, I'm going to watch it. Will you make a board? I think it's only four farmers, so you shouldn't have to make a board. Probably no board neither. You probably, yeah, keep it all straight in your head, huh? Exactly. Yeah. You like Milf Manor? 
You like extreme face slapping or whatever, right? Extreme face? What? No. Oh, that, is that somebody else that told yeah, me about that? Okay, that wasn't, wasn't you. So you like Milf Manor. Yeah. Uh, well, you like lock up. Ba- Bachelorette, or what is it right Bachelor. now? The Bachelor right yeah. now. So it's Nine one guy, fiance. lots of women. That's it. That's what a man likes. That's yeah, right. Man exactly. likes the Bachelor. Hot chicks. Forget about the Bachelorette, all these dudes. He yeah. likes the Bachelor, last Yeah. Man, let's see these yeah, girls. That's why it's cool. I got a bachelor born. Hell yeah. So you got to keep track of all these. And if, we, if I pick the winner first, between me and my girlfriend, we got a bachelor fantasy trophy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we man. We did a bachelor draft. Like, okay, man. I, I'd like updates on the bachelor board, though. I'd like to see them. I would not. As long as you can't be grading women on there. Don't be doing that because I think that's problematic. I'll, I'll bring them in weekly. But I would like to see. Well, you don't have to bring in. I just like to see the pictures. Well, not bring in. I'll, I'll bring in the new, the new deets. Yeah, the new team. Let me see the updates. I thought you didn't Hot put goss. any details on there. We well, have to update it. Well, I thought you just. I said that you should update it yesterday because before that you said you just put like who's who so that you can say like oh. Who's Christine? She's the one who did oh, this. You can so point my girlfriend printed out a picture. She put it on the board. So a you picture can, of each of them. Yeah, so you can go look yeah. at it. And then she updates with who gets a little bit. So you can go look at it. Yeah. yeah. And then Sometimes she, but night, she updates like details. Like this one, you know. Yes, yeah, so like this one got booted off because she was crazy and did this or this one. Right. Or this like. one, like she's still on, but she yeah, but she's blown to it or whatever. Soon. Yeah, something like that. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. I'm excited for you. So yeah, man. let's get updates. I'll bring them to you. Tuesday, so Lazlo's house will be rocking and rolling, I assume. I can't imagine. I mean, isn't today Tuesday? It is. It yeah, is. it's Tuesday. Uh-huh. So, what's the plan? I don't know. I'm going to go home and go to sleep. You've see. been saying that every time we've asked you this I've for just the last been on it for a while, I'm telling you. <sighs> hey, hey, watch the Glee thing. It's, it's interesting. What's that? I don't know, like the Curse of Glee or something. It just automatically started playing last yeah, night. Let me not do that. <laughs> I've never seen Glee in my life. Okay, well, I don't need to see the curse of it either. Well, they all died. <laughs> well... Like, good. That, like they all just di- good. Whoa, don't Whoa. say good. Don't say that. I wouldn't say that. He meant the show is good. Like, oh, good, good. Maybe there is something to the show. That's what, that's what he meant. And yes, there is. It's quite interesting. All so right. If you get bored. That's it. Okay. Are we done? That's We're it. done. All right. Good show, girl who can't pay her rent. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo.